Welcome into the Power Alley. If you're familiar with the podcast, I'm your host, Pat Melicaro. We are just hours away from the start of the Bison's 2023 season as the Herd will head to Scranton-Wilkesbury on Thursday afternoon and get set for their 635 opener on Friday evening, March 31st, against the Rail Riders, the place where the Bisons ended the 2022 season with many familiar names and faces that will be in the lineup for the Herd to begin this year. Of course, manager Casey Candell returning to the Herd for his third season with the team, also joined by Jake McGuigan, a development coach, but a very new coaching staff this year that will join Casey, one person that has been very familiar with this new coaching staff, and a lot that has gone on here at Salem Field this year is the Bison's general manager, Anthony Sprague. He has had a vital hand in helping plan many of the promotional dates and Exciting events here at Salem Field here in 2023, and it'll take us through, as we count down the hours to opening day, some of those new promotions, some of the staples that are back this summer, and also some of the new policies and procedures you'll want to know about coming to a ball game here at Salem Field this year. So we'll check in with Anthony here in the Power Alley. Anthony, we're just a couple of days away now from the start of the 2023 season, and I know there's been a lot of preparations going on down in Florida with the Bison's coaching staff. You've had a chance to meet them recently. Can you share a little bit of the insights as we have one of the best Bison's offensive players in the modern era and Matt Haig being joined by a lot of new faces on this Bison coaching staff? Yeah, it was it was fun uh, to, to, I mean, obviously it's a different scenario being down there and it's a little more relaxing you know, preseason game, spring training games. Uh, so their guards a little down, they're more uh, more sociable when uh, when they're there but yeah sweet Casey back is is fantastic um but yeah you mentioned Matt Higgs um you know I obviously knew of him during his MVP season here but not in my current position so I didn't get to talk to him on a daily basis but uh but to finally get to talk to him and and let him know the the legend he is up here in Buffalo uh for that MVP season was great and yeah new new uh pitching coach as well Tim Norton it'll be uh and look, it was great working with, with Jeff Ware um, last year. It was my kind of first year working with a lot of the, the coaches and stuff. But I uh, hear great things about Tim and looking forward to working with uh, with him, Matt, and, uh, of course, Casey coming back as well, too. Got to add in Jake McGuigan, the development and coach, who is, you know, he's so instrumental in uh, the day-to-day filling out the roster and uh, someone just talk baseball with him, a fun, fun person to see around the ballpark and adding to, you know, kind of that youth of the coaching staff. Getting to know him last year too, it's a, it's amazing. He's got the the both ends to it. He's got the analytic side. He's, you know, extremely bright and smart, but he's got the baseball background too. Um, you know, playing through college and everything, and he's he's got an amazing amazing eye for the game, and uh, and one of the one of the nicest guys out there too. Um, so to have this core of a, a coach, you know, led by KC. But uh, but some new faces and but familiar ones like like we talked about with Matt, um, you know, will be. I think it's going to be a fun year, fun year for me, fun year for you too, with uh, working with these guys for sure. And we'll get back to Casey in just a moment. We talk about the promotional side of things this year, but on the field, uh, the players that'll be uh, Matt Haig and Casey and Jake and everyone will be working with some of the names that we saw at the end of last season. I think as we talk about some of the top prospects in the organization. A guy like Addison Barger, now number six, according to MLB Pipeline of the organization. A lot of excitement for Bison fans right out of the gate this year. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's nice to have, I think we have, you know, obviously we had Moreno last year was a was a huge name. 
but um, but I think we have a, a, a larger list of guys this year that will uh, that will certainly raise some eyebrows. Um, Addison for for sure will be will be one of them, and and I think it's going to be an exciting team uh, to to watch play. I mean, you know, I know we'll get into some of the the rule changes and and everything, but it, but to I think we're going to see some fun baseball with some of these prospects that we're going to have. Um, not just starting the year two, but uh, but some guys that'll be hopefully coming to visit us uh, through the year. Yeah, I know when I talked to Shai Davidi for our last edition of Countdown to Opening Day, the two names we talked about were Elvis Martinez, but of course, Ricky Tiedemann. Not only the top prospect in the Blue Jay organization, but a top pitching prospect overall, maybe the top lefty in the minor leagues. And you talk about what Gabriel Moreno did here last year as a catcher, and now Ricky Tiedemann, uh, very young. He should be in Buffalo, hopefully at some point this season, as for Bison fans. I know it's always fun. Look, it's fun to have the guys here and and watching them. But it, but in in baseball, you're always looking for the next uh, the next move. Who's going where, and where's the next prospect? So to have him, you know, most likely coming here at some point this year, I think it's going to build some anticipation for some fans uh, to to see him when he gets up here. Um, being how highly touted he is, I don't think he's going to disappoint. And I can't talk about some of the prospects without bringing up some of the veterans that'll help round out the Bison's roster, both on the catching side of things, Stevie Berman and Rob Brantley, uh, new to the organization, but a well-traveled major league and AAA veteran joins the team. And how about Casey Lawrence? I mean, the story he was last year and really an extra pitching coach that somebody, even the other pitchers, uh, the young pitchers that might be here this year can learn from. Yeah, I mean, we called him the Rain Man at the early part of the year because it was seemed like every single time he was going to start, it was uh, we would rain out. So hopefully we don't face that again this year. But uh, but no, I I think his leadership with some of the younger talent that that we are going to have, he's going to play a huge role um, for how how we how our staff plays this year, and hopefully they take uh, you know see how he performs, see how he gets ready as a professional. And, um, you know, he's ready to go every time. One of the best pitchers in all of baseball last year. Um, and, and I expect nothing nothing less as long as we can get him on the mound this year. You talked about it. You alluded to it a couple of moments ago. There's a lot of rule changes, a lot that are still to be announced here at AAA as we get set for the season. But one thing we know that uh, we've seen since 2015 is the implementation of the pitch clock. And I know that last year here at AAA, it was a point of emphasis and we saw game times be reduced about 25 minutes on average. Um, and it's been funny, I think is the right word for me to use at least, to see some of those changes in the major leagues and how pitchers and hitters have had to adjust the spring training. Yeah, I mean, look, we've we've dealt with this pitching clock for quite a few years now. It's, it's an old thing for us. but um, And then when to see it introduced into the spring training games and to see the fans, some good, some bad comments to it. Um, yeah, it is a little amusing because, because it's just the game that we know now it is in that scenario. But I do think, look, anyone that's come to our game, like I said, last few years, it, it's sped things up. It's, it's kept the game moving. Um, you know, there's, there's not as much dead time in between pitches and, and balls in play. And, and, it, and I, and I truly do think it makes the game more entertaining than, than it was getting. I mean, it, look, it was taking a long time for, between pitches and and I think fans will have grown accustomed to it here and they'll grow accustomed to it at, at the major league level um and in five years it'll it'll just be that that's the way things are players will adjust 
Um, and I think it's going to improve the game overall for sure. You mentioned the excitement that we've seen here at Salem Field. And for fans that come to the ballpark this year, of course, we're happy to welcome back our friends across the border in Canada. That great promotion uh, of Canadian money at par on single game tickets from now until May 31st. They can head over to bisons.com slash Canada to see all of the great deals we have for our Canadian friends this year. When they come to games this year, same for our friends here on this side of the border, what are some of the changes they can expect as they come through the turnstiles? Yeah, so a little, uh, a couple changes this year. I mean, we are, uh, we will have some different uh, security walkthroughs, um, not to the first game of the year, but we will have some different ones that should make the entry pop process a little bit quicker for folks. And, and one of the other things we wanted to do to make it quicker was to limit the use of backpacks. Um, it's still our same carrying policy. You can bring, still bring it, uh, um, you know, the, the stacks and the sealed water and, and certain items. You can go to bisons.com to find all that information. But um, the actual backpacks to speed those things along, we're, we're not going to allow this year. But any of your normal purses, diaper bags, um, duffel bags, those are okay. Because um, those are a quicker search, and with our new um, our new uh, uh, gates that we'll have, the new security walkthroughs, that'll make the process a lot quicker. Um, that uh, the fans will it ultimately help that whole process for for people getting in. Um, but we will work through it with everybody early in the season, make sure everybody um, understands and uh, and knows that as we get through the season. But we will um, work with our fans as we always do um, to to make it the best experience that we can. And you mentioned it as well, head at bisons.com. Look for that A to Z guide. You'll not only read about our carry-in policies, but even the new, new features like Spot On, which you can have mobile ordering from the seats this year, or place your order ahead of time. So all those different things you can find at the A to Z guide. And maybe talk a little bit more about uh, some of those new features with Spot On as well. Yeah, so we and we brought that on and like anything through the, through the pandemic, it, it kind of got put on pause and and not rolled out the exact way that we wanted to, and and we're unsure of uh, exactly how to, to to put that forward when the Jays were here, and and but now I think we're ready. And when you're sitting in your seat, we'll put a QR code right up on the video board, and you can go ahead and click and order right from your seat, and you'll get an alert that uh, your food is ready, and you'll come pick it up at uh, at the des- designated windows that we have uh, set up for that. Uh, and we're encouraging people to do it from your seat. Don't go to the concession stand and click on it and wait for it because it does take us some time to prep it. You can still go to the concession stand and buy food as you normally would, but we're hoping as the season goes on, people will get more accustomed to using this and will make their whole ballpark experience that much better because we understand that a lot of people here are limited time and sometimes lines do get a little bit longer, but this is a way to kind of go go around that, order from your seat if there's specific items you want. And you can go ahead and pick those up and, and not have to worry about uh, waiting in line. So we're hoping people start seeing that as the season gets going. And by the end of the season, it's it's uh, just like the pitch clock, that, that they're very used to it and uh, speeds things out a little bit for them. It's a great analogy, great way to look at it. And I know, like you said, convenience and, and saving time is is the, the main idea there and looking forward to fans using it. And as they're going to that stand to pick up their food, they can also stop by our new sponsor here on Countdown to Opening Day, Alexandros Pierogi, which has a stand here at the ballpark this year. Yeah, brand new, um, right behind home plate where our old Buffalo local stand would be. So right near Section 100. And uh, and look, my 
my wife is uh is polish so we're, so pierogies are, are are something that we've uh tried before haven't always been my favorite thing to eat by any means but these uh these i think i'll be spending some time down there for sure um some great new options and uh and certainly will uh will be served very well through the ballpark and the suites and the uh, uh consumers pub at the park buffet as well too you'll have it all the way through the uh through the ballpark looking forward to checking out the stand this year as well at some point uh throughout the 2023 season and i'll have a chance to do that on some of our staple days at the ballpark that are back this year well let's run through the promotional schedule just a little bit get fans a little taste of what it's going to be like because some of the nights they've grown accustomed to even nights that we had back last year star wars night is back again and independence eve this year instead of july 4th the vice will be back home uh with the bpl on july the 3rd yeah that was that of all the events and promotions that we did last year um i mean shoot we've been doing independence eve since i've been here for 20 years so to change it up on people and to have it actually on independence day was something uh we had to beat home in people's minds oh yeah they always say all right see on the third we can go back to that this year we're back on july 3rd it's still going to be great events as it was last year as it has been every year but i think the calendar will 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 make it a little bit easier for people to get back to that normal, hey, July 3rd, we're at the Bisons, seeing a great fireworks show. And of course, the BPO, uh, I mean, it, what a great way to spend, you know, the, the 4th of July uh, independence break and start it off with us. I mean, and that is, uh, I'm very thankful that we're back to that and people can kind of get back to normal, get back to normal with a lot of stuff that, uh, that we're doing and not just the Independence Eve back on July 3rd, um, I think our Star Wars night will, you know, yes, we had it last year and it was a great event, but I do think that, um, you know, having a whole nother year to prep for it and get ready, it's going to be even better. And then you mentioned the Defenders of the Diamond Marvel event. Last year was the first year that, that we had done it. We are going to do two this year and the first one in May. And then the second one, which in, in kind of a normal back to normal superhero night that people are used to will be in September. So we've got, you know, kind of bookend there, the, the Marvel side to start the year and then to close out the year in, in September as well, too. Looking forward to seeing what the, we've already seen the, the caps and a lot of the logo uh, for the Defenders of the Diamond uh, theme collection. You can head to bisons.com and uh, check out all the items in our gift shop. Um, looking forward to seeing the jerseys. I know we've got a lot of Buffalo themed uh, stuff coming up. Bisons are home on uh, July 16th, with his 716 day here in Western New York. So, you know, we've got a lot of lo great local things to celebrate as we go through the course of this season. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the 716 day. It's going to be a great weekend um, with our, our, our Buffalo-themed, um, you know, promotion, jersey, caps, everything, the, that whole um, that whole merchandise line, uh, you know, kind of put together last few years. I mean, look, the local aspect of what we do, we know it's so important to us. And we hadn't really tapped into that for, for our merchandise yet. Um, but uh, Terry Sarabone has done a great job putting all that together. And uh, and with some input from you too, Pat, let's not uh, overlook that. You always got the local feel on your, uh, on your mind. And that weekend is going to be, you know, honestly, you know, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag here too but maybe my favorite weekend of the year because of uh, a certain bobblehead that we're going to do that weekend that shall remain nameless for now. But 
Well, seeing as you, you've gone there, I'm going to you know, go back to the bobbleheads. A, a legendary figure in Buffalo baseball history because not only is he a winner on the field as a player, but a winner as a manager as well in the 2021 AAA East Northeast Division Championship. Casey Candell, we've seen, uh, if you head over to Bison's.com, you can see what the bobblehead looks like. It looks just like Casey. I'm looking forward to his bobblehead day in addition to the other one that uh, we're going to un- unveil soon. Yeah, I mean, Casey, uh, that that was one that, um, I mean, you're right, history to him being here um, as a player, um, you know, and as a manager as well, too. It, it, it's very few Bisons have, have ever done that. You know, Tori Lavello may be the other one that it's in my head there, too. I could be missing somebody off the top of my head, but but that's such a, such a small group there. And to, uh, you know, memorialize Casey, it was great to show him, and, and he he's all excited for it. And, and we're going to have to make sure we get a couple, a uh, couple certainly for the clubhouse when those come in for him, because it's, uh, it, it's, he's proud of it. He's excited for it. He was, he was great sport about the whole thing, said he would, he would go on and do it, knowing that the, uh, you know, the friendly banter that he's going to get from, from everybody, uh, having a bobblehead for him and, and being here for it. So we're, that, that's certainly another fun one. There's so many, this year is going to be great. I'm, I'm so excited for it. Um, you know, every time we, I, I forget about a promotion that we're doing that's, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be a fun thing that we, we've done in the past or haven't done and, and just going to make for a great year. And the one thing as we wrap up our conversation, Anthony, I do want to mention our Sunday home games this year is a new emphasis, uh, re-emphasis on, on family fun Sundays and uh, the pregame aspect of those uh, Sundays, which we know kids will be able to run the bases post game. That's not going away, but now added value for fans as they come to the game early. Sundays was always a, such a big event, such a big day for us, family friendly. And, you know, look, that's, that's what we try and push for every game, but it's uh, but those Sundays especially were um, such a big thing for us to, to go that route. And, and I think we maybe got away from that uh, of, over the last few years and, and yeah, you, you mentioned a kind of like a reintroduction of what we're going to do there and, and make more uh, kid friendly items. Look, it's, you know, I know what's again with the pitch clock, it kind of cuts the time down a little bit, but still two and a half, three hours is a long time to enter, entertain the little ones. I got little ones myself too. And, and uh, you know, they, they like to watch some of the game, but they want to find Buster and they want to see the mascots and they want to see what else is going on at the ballpark and, and I think between, um, you know, mascots going to be more visible. You know, we'll still have our kids club uh, table set up where you can register for kids club events. Um, but then we're going to have additional things. We'll have face painters. We'll have uh, a magician. We're going to have bounce houses. We're going to have a lot of other things spread out through the year that, that are going to make those Sundays much more of a family-friendly event that you're going to want to come right as soon as the gates open and and stay as long as you possibly can because there's going to be so many other things going on and not just baseball and kids run the bases um where i think we may have gotten away from that i know so that was the last thing but i want to keep you for one more thing as we're talking here uh for fans that maybe can't get to the ballpark this year maybe they live in a different area of the, of the country can't get to buffalo i think there's been a lot of great positive news in terms of team broadcasts and um, we know in the past, MILB.TV has been the place to watch Bison games, whether the home or on the road. But the introduction of 
the minor league package into MLB TV will allow fans who have the premium subscription to watch Bison games, whether we're at home or on the road, and always stay up to date, including Bison's.com, to see the very latest on the team. With all the the fun baseball that you're going to see here, with all the exciting uh, you know younger players that we have, yeah, if you buy that MLB package, you just you know you're going to be able to dial into every single game, every minor league game that you want to, um, you know, for nothing. It's it's going to be included right in that package. So yeah, I do think um, yeah, if you're going to you know watch the whatever your favorite team is, um, to go in and and have the ability to go now see their younger stars. Um, before they get up to the big club, too, I think we'll certainly going to grow the viewership of of our games and probably games throughout uh, all minor league baseball, having that uh, partnership with, with uh, the MLB folks on that one. Certainly a positive of the, the relationship that we have with them. Well, Anthony, we're just a couple of days away. The, another first in the Bison's history, the first time the team will ever play in March, and then they'll return home April the 4th. And a lot of preparation still ongoing. So uh, thanks for taking some time out of your busy day and looking forward to uh, welcoming everybody back to Salem Field on April 4th. Can't wait, Pat. So excited for it. We'll see everybody April 4th. Hopefully you can say hi to Anthony throughout the course of the summer when you come to a game here at Salem Field. Say hi to me as well as I'll be walking through the concourse at times throughout the course of the season. So hope to see you here at Salem Field in just a couple of days as the Bisons return home for the opener at Salem Field April the 4th at 2.05 against the Worcester Red Sox. A great season is planned here in the downtown ballpark here in Buffalo this year. And we'll talk to you throughout the course of the season. I'm Pat Malacaro here in the Power Alley.